Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You have made it to the end of the work week, the hallowed ground of Friday night, and another mini-episode of The Working Experience. It's Friday, mofos. Enjoy. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... And clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. Hey everybody, welcome to this mini episode of It's Friday Mofos with the Working Experience Podcast. It's Maddie K, it's Friday. And it's John, and it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday where John is, it's Friday where I am, and I think it's probably Friday where you all probably are. Friday, April 5th, uh, we've all made it to the end of the work week. Uh, on my end, barely, barely. I literally, you know what? You know when you you watch the videos at the end of the marathon where the yeah. guys, the girls are like shitting and pissing themselves, crying, and then they're they're crying and their their legs give out, and someone's got to help them across the finish line. That was me on Monday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Let me just say, and I know I, I maybe tend to exaggerate, I speak a little bit in hyperbole, but the fact that it is 25 to 8 and I am doing this podcast is not a testament, it is the testament to human perseverance and grit. And on, and on a Friday night, nonetheless. Friday night. You, I mean, at this point in, at, in your life, Matt, you should be greasing up, getting at... Getting the uh, the uh, let's see what are the Patriots jersey out, getting the new kicks on and heading out to the bars. Well, uh, uh, sorry, I drifted off. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't been up this late in a long time. I gotta tell you, yeah, I know I should be lacing up. Um, you know what? Look, I love it's the blue jeans and the white sneakers. I, I love that look with the. Fill in the blank, Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins, whatever. I love that look. Yeah, you, you've you just kind of handed in all, you know, you've hung up the cleats at that stage in life. You just don't give a crap anymore. Do you own a pair of white sneakers? Um, no, I do not. Yeah. I have a I, pair of black sneakers. I have red sneakers. I have green but I don't have white. No, I, I, whenever I see people, when I lived in New York, I thought it was sort of a New Jersey, Long Island thing. And then I come up here and I'm like, no, it's just a suburban guy thing. Blue no, it's, jeans. It's, it's definitely a Long Island thing, but I think you're right though. It's, it's a suburban, it's a suburban dad. Yeah. Kind of thing. He's, he's gone to, uh, the, um, he's gone to Sears, to buy his sneakers and they're on sale and you know what they fit perfectly well and they only cost 29.99 and they're comfortable yeah who 
Yeah, why, why, why are you busting my chops? Yeah, why are you going out and spending $90 on a pair of sneakers? You just go to Sears and get them for 30 You know how many... I've, I've heard some version of this from my dad over the years about <laughs> filling the blank, spending money like an idiot. You know, it just... Well, you know, it's the, it's the end of the work week. It's Friday night, and it's given me a chance to reflect mm-hmm. back on the work week and I guess my life in general. And there's a lot of talk about, you know, a, a four-day work week where you drop the Friday off. What are you? Um, what? Hold, hold on. What? I'm, I'm just, I'm, the hustle has gotten to me. It's, it's, it's really kind of like a knife in the gut. Getting you down. And I think, I mean, I think I've got, a, I'm at two ends of the spectrum. Either um. I'm at 120, 130 hours a week where I'm constantly red outlining. Or what about now? Now, now, stay with me. What about the zero hour work week? Just no work anymore. How how do you like that? Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's all it's all play. It's yeah. all fun. Well, there there is an argument people do make, and I think we referenced it. You know, it's like people would be able to work like 15 hours a week and you have the rest of the time to actually do what you want to do, you know, like garden. Yeah. Or... But I think, th- I think 15 hours is a little too much. <laughs> 15 hours in one day. I mean, come on, 15 hours in one week. Let's go. Well, uh, um, if any of you have caught my, and I can only describe them as heroically inspirational Instagram videos, uh, you'll see, you'll get a real pep talk on work ethic. Um, Grit, perseverance. You've seen a couple, they're, right, John? When you say they're 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 wonderful. And I actually <laughs> I actually hold my breath until the next post. <laughs> and uh, I'll have one for you on Friday that is going to knock your socks off, boy. It's going to send you into the weekend like holy balls to the wall. I, you know, whenever people ask me like, "Oh, what'd you do this weekend?" I always kind of draw a blank. I'm like, uh. I'm sure I did something to fill the hours between Friday at five and Monday at nine, but I, for the life of me, I can never, I don't know, eight dinner out, I guess. Your, your conscious waking hours are kind of like when you're just getting up after a long sleep and you're kind of, you you don't know if you're up or if you're not up. That's Maddie at noon on any given given day. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, on the commute home today, I was uh, a, there was a, a gentleman behind me. Let me just paint this picture for you. So this is Long Island Railroad. This I've sat near this guy before, and just it's just bad luck. <laughs> he's he's probably in his early seventies, um, always looking to sit next to someone to chat him up on the way home. He's in, t- he, yeah. he's still commuting. He's he's a he's a stockbroker, and the Ooh. reason why I know so much about this guy is he just constantly talks. So he's always looking for his next client, and then he sits down next to someone and just blathers <laughs> for the for the next hour. And oh. even through even if you're wearing headphones or listening to music, you cannot help but listen. He was talking about his wine collection, oh. and then he was. Just like basically 
this other guy was saying where he worked. He's like, what a prestigious institution. I had no idea. And then he starts talking about this mutual fund that he wants to get him into and this 401k. And I'm like, sweet Jesus. It literally, and you know what too? I I can't make fun of this guy. He's a nice, he's a genuinely nice guy. I'm sure he is. Like, Like he reminded me of like, you know, like a relative or an uncle, like just like a sweet guy. But if I turned into this guy... I would literally jump in front of a train. <laughs> I, it's just because he's, he's always on. He's just his whole like, and he's just sitting just from hearing his conversation. He's just sitting on these portfolios of his clients, just sucking out the, 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 you know, the fees, the transaction fees so that this guy can have an 800 bottle wine cellar. See, this belies him being nice. It's like you're being nice for a purpose. Like if he was just some guy who liked to talk to people about whatever, then yeah, you know, I mean, it, you know, you could say it's No, kind of he's annoying. he's so in you you have to understand. I worked in brokerage when I first got out of college. What a disaster. You have to understand the game. This guy's been in the game for over 50 years and he's always on much like you and i are always on we're always trying to sell our trinkets this guy is always on so i'm assuming that he's not an idiot but he he very well could be but he's probably like a great father and grandfather and all that good stuff but it's just it's like it was like sitting next to someone taking their their nails and and pulling it down a chalkboard you know that sound yes well, see, then, I'm, no, he's not an idiot. I mean, it's just like, I, I feel like someone like that's coming at me with an agenda. Like, they have an agenda, and it's like... Oh, 100%. Well, then that 100% belies, this guy is coming at you full face with an agenda. Then that belies the whole niceness thing. Like, you're not just chatting with me because, you know, you're, you're a gregarious guy. Like, you've got an agenda. And that, that bugs me. Like that, you ever see, um, what was that movie with, uh, it was only three people in it. It was Kevin Spacey, Danny DeVito, and some other guy. And it all, the big kahuna. You ever see that? Oh, yes, yes, I did see that, yeah. And there's that great thing where Kevin Spacey lays into the young guy because he's like a born-again Christian. And he's like, you're just selling that. Like, you're coming at everybody with an agenda. It's this nice guy, da-da-da, and then you're with your gospel stories and you know, and that that's how I correlate or what I might think about this guy, which is hilarious is that he doesn't, he hasn't worked in brokerage in 25 years. <laughs> he just gets on the train and this is what oh, he, I, I hope that's true. You know, like I he, really do hope that's true. It's like Walter. That's Mitty. like, de- that's like death of a salesman, right? Exactly. That would be like, that would be like the last act of death of a salesman that would actually be a phenomenal movie scene that would be a phenomenal it really it really would be because this guy and literally could take his dialogue verbatim from my trip like it was the most depressing dialogue i've ever heard in my entire life yeah and he does it every day 
or that you've seen them. Yeah, anyway. well, I'm. I was. I was on the early train uh, today, which turned into the late train due to delays. So I'm normally not on that train. It's rare that I'm on. I'm on an early train uh, because of the hustle. Uh, see, I always got to get that in there. The early train, the right. late train, right? Right. I always got to get that that yeah. ego, yeah. right? And you know, slam that in there. Yeah. So I'm, but I've, I've ridden with this guy probably on three or four separate occasions. And he's always pitching, selling. All, always on, <laughs> always on. Well, I heard a great story from uh, a kid today, actually, which is a great Friday story. Uh, you know, I was asking him to write some personal essays and, you know, they were kind of trying to think of stuff to write about. I said, well, you know, something from work and. You know, like they have jobs. They're like 17, 18 years old. And he told the story. He works in a uh, supermarket. And this guy comes in there all the time. And they think he might be homeless or whatever. And um, he said, so he came through and he bought a couple of things. And then he saw him sitting over by the deli counter eating a rotisserie chicken. You know those <laughs> rotisserie chickens that a lot of supermarkets have? They're already cooked. Yes. He was just yes. sitting there he eating it. Just just yeah. opened up the plastic container and yeah. just went at it and had not paid for it. He had he had you know not oh he had, oh oh he had not paid for no, it. no he had not paid for it. So you know I said he was just kind of telling it as a funny story and then I said well what did you guys do about it and he said nothing like he obviously doesn't have any money and I was like well that's that's interesting because like you could or your manager I mean he's obviously my student is not a manager but I said did your manager know about it and he said yeah. And he said he just didn't want to do anything about it because what are you going to do? I mean, it's... Well, let me tell you something. They're damn lucky that I wasn't the manager in that supermarket. I'd grab the nearest fire extinguisher and go over <laughs> and put, <laughs> put that whole that whole thing out. You would demand that he gets arrested, <laughs> that, that he's hauled off to jail. Well, I said, you know, when we started talking about it, I said, this is an interesting situation because if your manager... If his manager, the regional guy, whatever, found out about that, he could get into trouble, right? And the kid said, well, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, and I said, well, there you go. I mean, there's your dilemma. Like, do you let this homeless guy eat free food or? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it, it really is, is a moral dilemma because, you know, you're, you, you, you'd think that like, look, the guy doesn't have any money. Just, just let him eat. And then also it's could be, you know, it's like the guy could be like, listen, we throw out, you know, 20 rotisserie chickens a week right. because they expire. Like, who right. like it just disappears. But then again, the, the margins for supermarkets are pretty slim. Yeah. They're like one or two percent. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's if I mean, it was I made, couldn't go over and tell the, take it away from the guy. I could never do something like that. You know, but no, no, that's that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't get into a verbal confrontation. I just take the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Actually, you just surreptitiously call the police on the guy <laughs> and be like, hey, and my then hands go, are and then go over. Who called who called the cops on this poor guy? <laughs> just to save your own skin. <laughs> I tell people regularly, a, you see that bus coming? I'm going to throw you right under it. <laughs> just not even to save my own skin, just to do it. Just, just to shift blame, you know, that's a, that's a light. Remember we were going to give master classes on life hacks or work hacks. Oh, no that's, one that's still, 
That's still happening, Manny. Throwing I'm, your I'm, coworker under the bus—that is—that's a skill. Man. I am scripting that. Oh, that's a skill. Yeah, that is definitely a skill. Well, mine on this Friday is to spread the message of. And I said this to a student yesterday. I said I like to lower the bar. You know why? It's easier for me to get over it. Simple logic. Absolutely. Right? Don't don't raise the bar so high that you have to vault over it or jump over it just raise it maybe a half a centimeter so you can just kind of walk over it actually for me it's more like trip over it because <laughs> just i would i would only get over it accidentally you know what i mean i would just have to so and also goals like okay my goal might be to be you know supervisor in two years my goal is to get a steak and cheese sandwich at lunch that is a very doable goal, right? Or or my goal is to go to my local supermarket and eat a rotisserie chicken <laughs> and not pay for it. Because now the cat's out of the bag. You, every All our dear listeners, you can get away with this. Yeah, that's go right. To your, go to your local supermarket and just start eating. You have to look a little homelessy, okay? But that's not hard. That's not no, hard for me. Not at I all. I can do that. Yeah. And even better for you, bring one of your sons with you. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> you got a prop right there. Yeah. What are you you're going to arrest this poor kid? Yeah. Is that what you're going to do? Connor. Okay, Connor. We got to get the backstory straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You just... Dad, I, Dad, I told you I didn't want to come. I don't want to do this. Shut up. Look, look. We're, we're in it now. Okay, here's what we're going to do. You're mute. Okay, you can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's how we're going to. Then you don't have to remember anything. Just look pitiful. Look at Dad. <laughs> Look at Dad. Look pitiful. And it's like our local supermarket, and everyone knows us. <laughs> he's trying to play mute. This BS scam. He's running to get a rotisserie chicken. What, what about what about this for a master class? How to work zero hours a week? I think it's possible. Remember we talk we talk ugh, we talked about that story of that guy, that tech guy who was a programmer that programmed his job. And literally would go into work and do absolutely nothing, and he got a pay. He was getting paid like eighty thousand dollars a year. No, I don't think we talked about and, that. It's very interesting, though. Yeah, he uh, maybe it was maybe it was another guest. Maybe it wasn't talked to you about you, but he was he was a guy who literally coded his job. He was, I think, it was. Oh, oh yeah, he was a um, a quality control engineer. So he would go in and make sure like all the databases and websites and, and everything were like running smoothly. So he just, just like you would like QC, like in my business, you QC a video, make sure there weren't mistakes. He would do the same thing. He would mm. QC da- databases, make sure there weren't mistakes. So after doing this over and over, he's like, he was a programmer. He's like, you know what? I can actually write a code to do this. He wrote a code. It took him like, I don't know, a hundred hours to write the code. And then literally he came in every day and pressed a button and ran the code (laughs) and he was getting, um, he was getting promotion after promotion. He would take two or three hours for lunch. He, He did this for years. I think he did it for like six years or it was some crazy amount. And then finally he got so bored 
that he just, he couldn't do it anymore. Cause he literally, man, he was literally doing nothing except pressing a button at work. <laughs> so he finally went into his, his boss and told him and they fired him. They fired him immediately on the spot. When I think they should have been like, Hey, what else can you automate? Yeah. Like, yeah. like what, whatever. But instead he was, he was canned. So we could, we could create a masterclass on that is how to constantly look busy, right? Constantly pointing fingers, the blame game, and work next to nothing. It's, it's like, like a, a perfect manager game. job. It's, a, it's, yeah. like, it's like the ball under the cup. You the hustle. Keep, the hustle. <laughs> yeah, you have to keep shuffling that ball around. Well, it reminds me, a friend of mine uh, in New York, he's a computer guy, does tech work, things like that. So he's freelancing for a while, long time. And um, he was working for a company that had a contract with the, with the Army. So the military. So he got flown out to Arizona, stay at this base and all that. And he, um, I said, so what did you do? He said, you know how like in the old days you would go and you would buy Microsoft Word, you'd get like a disc, you'd put it into your computer right. and it would upload. That's what he did. He would go out with these, and he's like, anybody can do this. Anyone can do this. But their mentality is no, we have to hire somebody. He was getting paid something like $800 a day. And he's like, oh, I don't do. He's like, I put them into the computer. It uploads. I hit, I just followed the commands, but they need to hire. And, and his, he'd call his manager and be like, there's nothing to do. And he's like, look, just say you're doing quality control. Just say quality control. Yeah. Do and, not say there's nothing to no, do. No, 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 no. And yeah. they'll, they'll be happy to pay you $800. $2,000 a day. It's the U.S. military. They don't care. It doesn't matter. But he said the challenge was, he's like, I'm playing video games. I'm like, just, you know, doing nothing, walking around. Well, the challenge is, is not to be bored out of your skull. Right. 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 And that, that can be, I mean, I could see where this guy's coming from because it's like, you know, the, the guy you were talking about because it's like, God damn, what the hell am I doing here? You know, like somebody's got to find this out sooner or later. It's sort and, of like and that his could guilt. be. It could be a, that could be another chapter of the master class is you, you get so good at doing zero, like no work, that then you have all this free time on your hands. So then you got to fill it with something, maybe write a novel, <laughs> yeah. a, a screenplay. OK, right? most people are not going to even read a novel, let alone <laughs> right, they'll be on Facebook. And it, oh, you know what I found out? MySpace is still around. Did you know that? Oh yeah, it's still yeah, it's still around. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I never had a MySpace account. I don't know. I did. I did, but and, and I had read like an article maybe a couple of weeks ago that MySpace uh, one of their one of their s servers went down, so they lost a whole bunch of like profiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's what I read. But, I mean, um, it, it it doesn't make a difference who who's still on MySpace. But that, that's what people would be doing. They'd be on you know social media, and they'd be even more depressed and neurotic than they are now. I like I like to go back though. I like to keep it simple and try to do a life hack on getting a free rotisserie chicken. <laughs> See, that's something everybody can wrap their head we, around. We could spend two hours on that <laughs> free rotisserie chicken. There, there you go. Booyah! <laughs> Nailed it. All right, we got to wrap this up. All this right. is turning into an, a, 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 the working experience episode, not a mini episode. <laughs> so everyone, get your drink on, get your white sneakers on, 
and your jeans and hit hit the club and the bars like mofos. Like it's never going to be Monday again. Never. Forget about Monday. Nah, forget it. This It'll is never your happen. weekend. This is your day. Bust out the credit cards. Yeah. Blow all the cash. Forget about the mortgage that's coming up oh, or the car on. payments. That's no fun. Those are... Those are details. They'll work themselves out. This night belongs to you and only you. And go get yourself a free rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Do it. Treat yourself. Don't actually, be shy. Actually, that is the proverbial cherry on top of the cake of a well-spent night. Correct? Damn right. Damn you right. You go out. You hit the bars and the clubs hard. Then you find your nearest supermarket that's still open. You head straight for that rotisserie chicken. You plop your ass down and you start eating. It's yours. I think by it's law, yours. once you start eating it, it's yours, I think. <laughs> yes, Isn't that it is. how it works? <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, but, you know. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a wonderful evening and a wonderful weekend. And we'll be back at you with some inspiration for Monday. Yes, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Working Experience. And as always, share this with friends and family. Rate us. Review us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.